You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, I'm Lauren, Education Editor at Campus Review. Today I spoke to Steve Shepard, who's the CEO of youth career coaching firm 2.0. They did a survey which found that young people are pretty miserable about their career options, choices and guidance. So firstly, could you just tell me what, in your view, was the most surprising or stark finding from this survey? Um, look, I think for, for us, probably the, the most stark one of, of it was that 55% of all young um, Australians regret the um, electives that they chose from an educational perspective. And I guess I would combine that with then that 70% of all young Australians saying that they think that their educational institute has really not helped them to make the right um, career choices um, along the way. So, you you know, this notion of um, I've studied um, or gone down a path and probably could have made better decisions with better advice earlier rather than coming out of high school or out of university and then realising after the fact that maybe I'm on the wrong track. So, so you know, that, that's really for me, um, I guess, the key, key messages here that students are, um, you know, looking for more help in kind of setting themselves on the right, right career path rather than just the right, right study path. And what are the roles of educational institutions in terms of giving career advice or what should their roles be? Well, I think, I think they've changed. I think, you know, perhaps in the old days, people thought more about, uh, you know, the role was to provide an education um, and, and then the students and, and, in fact, the employment market would then take care of those qualified uh, students coming out of, of both the school and, and the tertiary uh, system. But the, the world of work has changed dramatically in the last uh, 30 years. Uh, many of the entry-level jobs that existed uh, when uh, these young people's parents uh, went to school and perhaps many of the teachers and university le- lecturers uh, don't exist anymore. They've been uh, sent offshore to cheaper labour markets or they've been replaced by technology. So, you know, finding the right career path, finding entry-level roles um, and uh, has become much, much, much harder. And I guess also uh, students are, are being bombarded by information about finding what you love and you know, seeing through the internet and, and Instagram and things like that, people following their career dreams. And so they have those aspirations as well and, and are looking much more at education to help them achieve their aspirations um, in life rather than just uh, educating them. And just to put the results in context, do they reflect what's happening more broadly across Australia, given that the sample was only a thousand people based on your knowledge and research in this area? Certainly, um, based on on the work that we do in career coaching with young people, the work that we do talking to young people in the school system and uh, in the university system, um, that they reflect that. And and I think um, reflect... uh, you know what we see in in the broader um, group of companies that I belong to, where we, you know, we have companies that are working with executives on their career management. We see many, many people who, you know, have failed to find something that they're passionate in life, and at various different points, either through 
necessity where change has been forced on them through the business or um, just because of unhappiness, they're starting to reflect and say, is this really what I want want to be doing? And I think certainly the young people that we work with, they're looking looking ahead and saying, if I'm going to do something for the next 40 years, I want to make sure that I'm happy um, doing it. And, you know, I see all of these people on Instagram and, you know, business celebrities talking about finding your passion and, you know, doing what you love and I want that for me how do I how do I find that and often for for many young people they don't have a strong uh, knowledge of vocational opportunities and they're trying to figure out how do things that I like at school or I like doing in my personal life how does that translate into career opportunities how does that you know uh, you know how can I, uh, I make something of the future of, of this and whilst there's lots of stories about young entrepreneurs who are very focused you, you know we know you, you know every person is different and while some will have very clear goals and clear focus others will struggle to find find that that focus um, parents are a big uh, influence on on children's career decisions um, and yet often the advice that they're giving them is bad advice given that uh, there's no longer such a strong expectation that people stick to one career over their lifetime. How important is it that people get the right career in their first go? Well, I think it's still important. Um, you, you know, you may not stick to uh, one car- career, but you, you, you may, or one job type within that. You want to be able to make sure that you're plotting a path that is following areas that are, are of interest to you that um, are going to excite you because you, you know you, we spend a large percentage of our time at work um, we know that the, the how important you know work identity is on people's mental health and well-being as well so you know so having a career that excites you that you enjoy it's important that you do that and you know I think through the school system what we are seeing and, and through the university system there's a lot of focus on the transferable skills uh, which are important you know we see these things about collaboration and, and and creativity and a lot of focus going into that but it's also a skill on how you get a job how you network how you find that opportunity you know 70 to 80 percent of the jobs are not advertised so how do you find jobs that aren't advertised how do you write a resume when you haven't got much to put on your resume and you're bringing together what might appear to you as unrelated life skills and trying to pitch to an employer um, that you are the person that uh, has a future to offer uh, their business so I think that you know there there are two sets here it's about finding what's right for you and then helping you um, develop the skills to get there and you you know what we're seeing at the moment is this notion of well we'll just push kids into apprenticeships or you know these government funded programs in retail well if you don't like working in retail what if that's not your personality style so you mentioned that there could be more and better guidance for young people especially in their younger years are there any other solutions to allow these people to have more fulfilling careers well i think you know like all things with young people information is is really the paramount here and you know we spend a lot of time um, working with some of the schools providing uh, sessions to students just helping them understand that world of work so I think there needs to be a greater focus not you know on helping you find out what is the right path for you you know schools particularly within the independent system you know the focus is on getting high marks and high grades and going into university when 
you know, we're seeing the heads of our university saying, why are we trying to push everybody into into university? Some of these kids shouldn't be coming to university. You know, we're seeing declines in the in the apprenticeship system. And yet we see some of the highest paying jobs, you know, don't require tertiary qualifications. Career advice in universities tends to start in your final year, not at the beginning of your, your, your time in university to make sure that you're building um, the skills and the portfolio of contacts and networks and work experience that you're going to need to get a job when when you graduate. You know, through the school system, through the university system, we need to be helping them to navigate that journey probably from about year nine onwards. And I think particularly in the university system, we see a lot of assumptions made that because a student is studying a specific a specific topic or a specific course that they will enter into a field in that that area where um, that's often not the case or um, in 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 many of the vocationally lot less obvious courses they, they have no idea what path that degree will take them, them them to you know i don't want this to sound like i'm bashing careers advisors or, or the people that are you know, building these programs in schools and universities. I think there's a lot of well-intentioned people who want to do the right thing, but in most cases it's under-resourced and not seen as, as an important factor of the school or, or the university. And I think we saw that recently. There was some research that came out that suggested that the average school spending what the cup, price of a cup of coffee on, on careers advice for for, for students and you know if you're lucky enough to have your kids go to uh, uh, independent school maybe they're pro pro providing the, the you know spending the equivalent of a cheap meal but it's but in most cases it's not much more than that you know there's no question that the universities are concerned about you know the new funding models and what impact um, the student full-time employment outcomes will have on their future um, funding, so I think that's that's doing it. I think what we've got to be careful of, and I see lots of great work from organisations like the Foundation for Young Australians advocating the, the skills that young people will need in the future, and again this comes back to that collaboration and creativity and entrepreneurialism and all of those things, and I think the schools are starting to recognise that. What, what I say is that's what the employer wants. What does the what does the student need to get that job? Because right now in Australia, there are 40, I think it's 36 graduates for every graduate job that's advertised. So what does that student need to stand out in that line of 36 other graduates to get that job? So, you know, it's a, it's a really important factor, which I think, unfortunately, we're, we're probably still underplaying 